This is episode 18 of the Shauna Kay Show. Welcome to the Shauna Kay Show. I'm your host, Shauna Kaminsky, health, wellness, and anti-aging specialist, and the best-selling author of the book, Lose Your Menopause Belly. I'll provide simple lifestyle hacks for you to regain your health and get your sexy back. Tune in for practical, easy, actionable steps to upgrade your health today. I'm super excited to have today's guest on. She was a model in her late teens, but she never had that right all-American blonde-haired, blue-eyed look back then, so she was only part-time modeling. But she re-entered modeling at around the age of 50, and she was so encouraged by the director and photographer to pursue modeling because they loved her silver hair and natural look. So she signed on with a few agencies, and she's been working ever since. Her brand image is 100% natural aging to represent women who choose to not dye their hair and not use Botox and fillers. She says she wants to erase the stigma that aging is negative and something we need to erase altogether. She is Silverstorm777 on Instagram and that's how I found her and she has such a positive message of aging gracefully. Hillary, I'm so happy to have you on my podcast. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. Now, I probably didn't do you justice in the introduction, and so I would really love to know a little bit more about how you became Silverstorm777 on IG, because that's actually how I found you and how I was so inspired uh, by all your, your, you know, great posts there. So can you you explain that a little bit? (laughs) Well... Um, I think for me, I wanted to have just a little bit different name than just my typical Hillary. So Silverstorm seemed to fit, obviously, because of the hair. I also, as a younger person, <laughs> was always yeah. called Taz, like the Tasmanian devil, always you know, creating a big storm wherever I went. Oh. And then Storm is actually a Marvel superhero with gray hair. She's the first one. So it just kind of worked. And Actually, it's been kind of fun because I like everything that it represents. Yes. I guess I just really wanted something different. I love that because, yeah, it represents your beautiful hair, which we're going to talk about in just a second. It talks about, you know, being a superhero. And I really see you as being that strong and confident, powerful woman. That's, you know, what you project in your IG account. And, you know, that's what I wanted to talk about today. And that's why I really wanted to bring you on the podcast because you represent women over 50 in such a positive light. Like I feel like all the 20 and 30 year olds should be jealous when they look at you. I seriously Oh, do. thank you so much. I, I think if I can offer someone any, anything to, about myself, it's that I truly believe that age is just a number. Uh, and I'm so tired of people putting such a negative connotation on aging that it's something that needs to be erased it's something that we should fear that it's always negative and on the contrary it's it's a wonderful time in your life if you embrace it and stop looking back and trying to be the 
be and look the way you did in your 20s. We have a lot more to offer than that as, as women, mature women over 40 and especially over 50 and beyond that. So I hope that that's what I can represent to someone to say, don't, don't be so afraid of each birthday. Actually celebrate it. It's a gift. It's a gift to grow old. I love that because I feel like um, that's one of the things that you've done so well in representing you know, women over 50 is that you have a grace and beauty that's far beyond the 50-year-old trying to fit into the 20-year-old like style and fashion and and it's just a much more um, impactful like I mean maybe I just resonate with it because we're of similar age but I I it 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 makes me sad when I see an older woman that seems to really try to embrace the twenty year old look I feel like you know that's poor taste yeah I I I agree with you very much at the same time um, I'm against when they say well you shouldn't wear Correct. shouldn't do that at a certain age. I think the most important thing you can wear is your is your confidence, is your self-confidence to really own your look. The problem is when people are constantly trying to change something and um, sort of submit to what society tells us we should be, what we should do and what we shouldn't do. My my brand, as I call it, um, as as a model is to represent 100% natural. And that's my choice. I realize that that's not for everyone. And I'm not trying to change anyone's opinion if they want to do something that works for them. But I'm here to represent the women who don't want to use fillers and and Botox and dye their hair and do plastic surgery. I, I want it to just be okay and acceptable as an alternative. We don't always have to keep erasing it. So that's the image that I try to portray. And I'm very proud that uh, advertisers have hired me for that, for that exact reason, that I I don't look like the other people. I, I, I also lose out on a ton of jobs too, because they will choose a woman who has dark hair or blonde hair or who has had some, you know, enhancements done. And again, I respect every woman's choice. I think you should do what's good for you. But my what I try to portray is myself, and it has resonated with a lot, a lot of women because I think they finally have said, "Oh wow, it's okay to to go makeup free sometimes. It's okay right. to let my hair go natural, and that doesn't mean letting yourself go. Yeah, that's yes. that's another thing. People have that tendency to say, "Well, I let it go natural, but you can't let yourself go. Right? <laughs> you still that's have to take care of it." <laughs> yes. 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 And let's talk about that hair because okay. that hair is, you know, spectacular. And Oh, thank you. Yeah, we had a little conversation about this when we first talked and and yeah, just tell us about how, you know, the process you, you know, you decided that you were just going to let your not not let yourself go, but you know, <laughs> embrace your hair at its natural color. Yes. So, um, I started noticing my, my hair was very very dark naturally when as a younger woman and I started noticing gray hairs probably as early as my late 20s by the time I was in my early 30s um, it was definitely going salt and pepper and I had so many people uh, unfortunately women come up to me and offer their negative opinion in telling (laughs) me how much better I would look if I dyed my hair 
I, I, it, I became somewhat rebellious about it and just, I, I couldn't believe that people would be so unkind, you know? Uh, yeah. And I was actually okay with it. I said, well, if this is the way I'm meant to look, I, I think I'm going to leave it because I kind of like being very different. I like the idea that my hair color doesn't come from a, a box number or, yeah. <laughs> or a, a mixture. I'm, I'm going to just see how it goes. And each passing year, I got more and more gray. And with each passing year, I had more and more negative comments. Um, wow. Again, mostly from women, rarely from a man. Usually they were very, very positive about it. Wow. Um, and it was always, oh, you'd be so much younger. You'd look so much better. Uh, the ultimate insult for me was, why would you spend so much time being so fit and then leave your hair like that? Oh. So, <laughs> so you know, women can be very cruel sometimes. I, I don't wow. know why. But uh, I, I really wanted to embrace being me. And I, I did not feel that it had anything to do with age. I think age, feeling old and not feeling good about yourself comes from within. That has nothing to do with your yes. hair color. I maintain a healthy, fit lifestyle. and that energy will come through whether my hair is gray, blonde, or brown. I, I just choose to be this way. And yeah. it, again, it has offered um, the, the ability to connect with women all over the world who said, wow, I'm going to try it. You know, I, I like the way you look, or I, you know, I applaud you for doing it. Uh, and it, it's wonderful to see people like that. But again, I'm, I'm not here to push that agenda. It's just, I like oh. it to be an option for women if they nice. want to do it. They shouldn't feel forced to have to dye their hair because advertising and society says women should. Right. So I'm here to just say it's okay not to. <laughs> well, it's, and it's all about the attitude. Yes. Because like you said, much. you know, you can get all the enhancements and hair color and, and whatnot and have an old attitude. Yes. Very, very much so. And again, that just, it keeps adding to more and more insecurity because it's a, it's a never ending cycle. There'll always be something that you're not going to be happy with. And you keep changing one thing after another, after oh, another, man. rather than finding that I mean, we all have parts of ourselves that we don't like. No one's perfect. No, everyone has something, but there's also things that we do like about ourselves. And it's better to embrace that and, and just really focus on those things than the things that we don't like. Well, I think one thing that women are guilty of, um, myself included, is that we can just be so hypercritical about ourselves. So I think a very powerful message that you convey is to, you know, notice the positives rather than focus on, you know, maybe the things that you don't like. So I do a lot of work with my clients in terms of, hey, instead of walking by a mirror and seeing the things you don't like, why don't you compliment yourself or, you know, notice the things that you do. And um, I, I think that's really important that, that we're pretty hard on ourselves a lot of times. A hundred percent agree with you on that. Uh, I mean, I'm guilty of it too, believe me. I think we all are. But uh, yeah. again, you have to keep, keep it in perspective and know that many of the images that we see are unreal. And I think now, nowadays with social media, it even makes it harder because you're constantly bombarded with perfect this, perfect that. Yes. You know, uh, facial features, body types, uh, how you should look. How you, it, it's, it's impossible to keep up with it. So it, it is. really is important to find some sort of self-confidence, some level of self-confidence that you can work with daily. And yes, you should. I mean, you, we all want to keep looking better and better. And it, it is possible, but 
don't have unattainable goals. Set exactly. goals for yourself that that are reachable. And most important, it's going to come from feeling fit and healthy. That will be a really big difference in your in your overall um, mojo that's going on and the vibe that you put out and that energy that they yeah. that you look for. And I agree. I think that that's what people keep seeking is that youthful energy and that that charisma. But that that doesn't come. You can't buy that. It doesn't come from a bottle. It doesn't come from a magic pill or wrap or anything else like that. That's right. You need to feel that. You need to feel that within. And that comes from just really embracing yourself somehow. Somehow. But I understand the struggle. We, We are women and it's a struggle for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I have to admit that, you know, I do a lot of, you know, I, I eat well and, and train and a lot of it is for vanity, but I try and manage my expectations and knowing that, you know what, I will be aging, but the older I get, the I'm, my focus is actually less on vanity and more on health, which I, you know, I, I think that sometimes gets lost in, in translation, especially in the younger generations. And so there's so much that, Uh, good nutrition and fitness will do to help with that energy that you're talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it it is a mix. There there is um, a certain level of vanity in it because you, you feel proud. Yeah. You really do feel proud that the, that the time and energy you've spent, whether it be at a gym, an exercise program, knowing you made healthy choices, the right choices for food, also not beating yourself up if you went out and had, you know, something yeah. that you really craved or you had a few drinks or whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, there is certainly a sense of vanity to look at yourself and say, wow, you know, all this work is paying off my, I feel better in my clothing. Yes. Um, I, I wake up with less aches and pains. I actually can move better. So you move better, you feel better, you go and try on things, you look better. It, there is some sense of vanity, but in a, in a healthy way, in a, yes. in a nice way, without yes. just having this ideal image of my thighs need to be a certain size. size. And I need to, no, it's just you really are feeling good about yourself. And that, that's okay. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. There's everything right about it, actually. Well, and I just want to be, you know, functional. I look at, I look at, um, you know, some of the people that, that, that are similar in age to us. And I feel sad that they are losing their functionality because they're not moving. They're not eating well. And that is, you know, food is your medicine and our bodies are meant to move. And so the more we move, the more we're able to move. So. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think the, as we age, and you made a very important point that when you do some comparison and see, and see others who are really less functional, you think to yourself, this is going to keep me healthy for a much longer time to enjoy the things that happen later on in life, whether it be uh, becoming a grandparent, uh, doing, taking some sort of trip that you always wanted to do, whatever it may be. Yes. But it, it, again, that, that adds those extra years of uh, just pure enjoyment. And again, having that energy to truly enjoy these things. Exactly. So, so give us a little, you know, insight into your nutrition. You know, how, how do you handle, you know, nutrition? Are you constantly dieting? Are you, you know, in, you know, up and down with your nutrition? My guess is that you're probably fairly consistent. I was going to say what, what works for me personally is uh, what I just consider moderation in everything. Um, I believe I enjoy 
all food and I, I really do enjoy eating. But I also know that as I got older, it became uh, much easier to gain weight despite the amount of exercise and activity that I have. So I do have to watch what I'm eating, meaning the portion control. Yeah, I will have my sweets when I want them. I will have a drink when I want it, but it can't be all the time. And yep. it has to be a balance. It's, it's the smallest percentage of the amount of food that I eat. And yep. that's what works for me. It may not work for other people, but yep. I think you have to know yourself. If you've gained weight, you have to know why. Yeah. Uh, for me, I will always know the reason and I can, <laughs> I know the meals that it was, I know the alcohol that it was or whatever that is, but that's what works for me. I, and again, it's, it's a very personal thing. Some people are very restricted in what foods they eat. Um, it's important to find, I think, the right person to help you with that if you don't know, yeah. but exercising and muscle building helps you burn fat even at rest, which is something that that's your, (laughs) that's what you know, but it really does make a difference as we get older to keep that metabolism going. And I think it's more important to find a weight that's, that you can more or less maintain. I I don't advise yo-yo dieting and um, trying to lose 10 pounds to get into an outfit because you will put it right back on. It's better to find a weight that that says, I, this is good for me. I feel comfortable in my clothing. I'm, I'm okay with this. I can move well. And, and that's okay. Just try to stay within that limit. Don't keep going up and down. Well, I, I feel that that's probably one of your secrets to success, the whole idea of moderation, that you know, you're not on crazy diets. You're not doing crazy exercise. You're not, you know, um, uh, like, like you're just over time. It's kind of the 10,000-hour rule of almost having the 20... 80, 20, you know, 80% of the time on your game, Yes. 20% of the time, you know, having a treat, relaxing your rules and then getting back on your game. So it's never really been, you know, like on and off. It's just consistently, like, for example, if you have, if you're deciding you're having wine with dinner, well, maybe you won't have dessert. So it's just making those small little choices. And over time they make, they add up. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100% true. Again, for me, I feel it's it's a lifestyle. It's not a short-term fix. Yes. And I yes. think that's that's the problem as well. I go back to it. Advertising, there's all these fad diets of lose 20 pounds in two weeks and, and it, crazy, crazy things that we as women will tend to fall into those traps. And and perhaps some work, perhaps some work for that, that quick loss. But it's probably, and I'm sure, it's not good for your body. And especially no. as we get older with all sorts of hormonal issues and and health issues. And it's never going to last. And to deny yourself your favorite thing, say, I'm never going to eat such and such ever again. Yeah, that's crazy. You need to learn to eat perhaps the smallest portion possible of it, but just to satisfy that craving, whatever it is that you normally would indulge or overindulge in. And I yeah. think that that makes a difference. I'm, I'm married um, with, uh, with a son who lives at home with us, and we eat together as a family. So for me, I don't like to also have too many separate meals. You know, I eat one thing. They, we right. all tend to eat very similar foods, or maybe I'll have something a little bit different. But again, it's, if, if we all want to have a, I, I don't even like to call it a cheat meal because I don't believe it's cheating. 
I just no. believe it's you were craving that. So you had it at that day. And then yeah. you get right back on the next day or the evening if you went out for a big lunch or what, whatever it is. Find that balance and don't beat yourself up for it. If you stayed home from the gym one day or you ate or drank too much, it's okay. It's life. You know, you have to, you have to enjoy it. We're not, I love we're it. not robots. Well, that's, so that, exactly that's my it. feeling. Yeah, is that we are meant to, you know, life is worth lit is for the living. And so if you do indulge, you know, if you have, say, a, you know, a, a indulgent lunch, it doesn't mean that you have to throw in the towel for the entire day and then be like, oh, man, the week is gone. I'll start on Monday. Oh, it's the middle of the month. I'll start on the, the first. And then it gets pushed to the beginning of the year. <laughs> exactly. What I've noticed for myself when, and this again happens when I think you make it as your lifestyle, is if you start to eat the, too much of the wrong, I, oh God, I hate to use those words right and wrong, I know. but if you indulge a little too much, you will start to feel the difference in a bad way. Your body will start to crave the healthier foods because in general, you're used to eating clean. You're used right. to eating the right amount. So if you really go on some kind of binge, uh, you will feel the difference and, be, and you'll suddenly say, whoa, this is, this is not good. I, I need yeah. to cut back. You're yeah. just not used to it anymore. And so it does keep you in check. And, you, you know, I think you're just more satisfied to say, I had that one thing or I had a little bit of this and I feel great. And, and I'm okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, once you start um, that healthy living, it does become self-correcting uh, because I'm the same way as when, when you indulge and I, and I'm like you, I love food and I want to indulge, but then afterward, it's like, you know what? I'm glad I did, but I'm, I'm can't wait for my regular pro bring on your regular routine. Exactly. And I, it's the same for me with exercise. Although for me, it's easier. I would rather spend more time in the gym, (laughs) not have to worry about my food, but, uh, the same thing. If I would go too long for whatever reason, without some sort of exercise my body craves it you get used to yeah that daily um that daily movement that daily form of exercise whatever it may be there's a lot of things out there and that's what i often tell friends of mine when they'll say well i hate this or i hate that i say there's you don't have to do that you don't have to do this you don't have to do that you can there's all forms of exercise and there's you're bound to find something that keeps you keeps you fit and healthy Find yeah, something just, that you enjoy. Find exactly something. Exactly. It's, it's out there. It's out there. It is. Yeah, that is the secret because exactly it's not a one size fits all. And I think that's a great message because the media, you know, pushes us in one direction or, you know, um, and, and then I think women feel a little bit paralyzed that, well, that's, that's just not for me. I don't like that. So I guess I'm just not going to be an exerciser. And that, and that, that's and that's unfortunate because it's especially true. as we get older, that's such a key ingredient to feeling good. For me, my um, my exercise routines vary. I I enjoy almost everything, so I, I don't have a problem to say I hate something. But what works for me are group fitness classes, which I take every morning because I enjoy okay. having like minded women around me. I like to nice. be in a group environment because it really it's supportive. Um, yeah, it, it's motivating, and you kind of feel accountable. You know, oh, you've got absolutely. this group of ladies that say, "Oh, uh, well, Monday morning is spin class, and then I have my, 
my yoga class and then Thursday is, oh, I don't know, Zumba. And if you don't show up, so say, oh, hey, what happened? Are you okay? Which yes. is nice. It, you, you're around people. We're all and all different, all different ages, perhaps all different fitness levels, yep. uh, all different body types. We're, but yep. yet we're all there for the same reason. We're all there to get, to keep healthy, to get more fit and yep. to, you know, keep, keep each other there and, and coming back. And then I will train a little bit alone uh, more in the afternoon to do weight training. But again, nice. it, it's different. It's different for everybody. And yep. that's why I say there's so much, I mean, I'm fortunate to live in Florida so I can do some outdoor things and if just everyday walking or, or running or biking or hiking wherever you live, there there's always something you yeah. can do. And many home workouts now. People can do things in their home if if they're motivated enough to. Absolutely. I personally for me it's it, it it would be more difficult, but a lot of people love to work out at home and it's it's easy now. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Uh, I, I really love the the aspect of the social accountability. I know I have a, you know, at my fitness boot camp, everybody is, you know, if you don't show up, client, you know, my clients are, they're, the, they're accountability partners for each other. And, and exactly. it's really great. It's this fitness family that you can, you know, so there's lots of communities like that, that you can create. Now, Hillary, um, if you had a message to give to women over 50, what what would you what would you want them to you know embrace? I would want them to to embrace really their their experiences and what they have to offer as a mature woman, and to just stop looking back and trying to turn back the clock. It's a very exciting time in our lives. There's it's a lot of changes. It's a lot of changes. Probably personally, uh, even we you know within their bodies, within their mindset. But I, again, I, I go back to that same thing. That there's such a negative connotation towards over fifty, as though life stops, and they speak all the the negative things about menopause and all the horrible things that are going to happen to you. When it's actually kind of like a, a rebirth for many people. Yes. Um, they they feel they feel great uh, if they've been if they're uh, if they're mothers, <laughs> many times as your kids are grown, so you're a little you're a little more independent. If yeah. you're single or married, it's an it's another stage in in that part of your life. Um, I, I would like them to just again go go back to find something. Keep keep looking within to find what you're proud of, all the accomplishments that you've had, right? And and run with that. You know that there's a a big force, and and seek out women who are like you. Yes. So always have a really nice support group, like-minded women around you, uh, because you, you don't need people pulling you down. Well, I think that that's one of the reasons that women could be viewed as the stronger sex is that we tend to lean on each other and support each other in, in beautiful ways. And so I love that, you know, you found your tribe that you exercise with. And, you know, in my fitness boot camp, there's a tribe. I, you know, my, my listeners are, are their own tribe and, and women are just great at supporting each other. So yes. there's, you know, even if physically there's not somebody within your area there's always somebody on even an online community that you can, you know, reach out to women and, and there's some lovely women that support each other. So I love the attitude that you really embrace 
your age and, you know, have the attitude that the best is really yet to come. We're not has-beens. Thank you. Thank you. And I speak really from the heart. I I tell this to everyone. I said, I really do feel better as I've gotten older for, for all the reasons that I've said. And again, I think it's just because I'm not, I'm not living in the past. I don't, I, I love all the experiences that I've had, but I have no desire to look like I did 25 years ago. I don't want to go back and do the things that I did. Those are my experiences and they've they've shaped who I am today. And I'm I'm very happy to be in this stage of my life. It's it's very exciting to see what the next, I don't know, 40, 50 years will will offer me. Absolutely. (laughs) Not sure about 50, but who knows? Who who knows, right? (laughs) Yes. I mean, I really feel like the attitude is is everything. And when you wake up thinking, wow, something fantastic is going to happen today, it's more likely to happen than if you say, oh, man. It's going to be absolutely, and again, that goes back to finding the people who have that same mentality. And you made such an important point about the the virtual and, and online communities, how we connected. Um, it's it's incredible the the wonderful groups and wonderful people who you would never have had a chance to come in contact with that you can meet online who have absolutely. really similar interests, similar goals. And it's, it's just as much a real friend, even if you're not able to sit and have coffee, but do it face to face, but you can open up your phone and have FaceTime and talk to them about all your things that you want to discuss. And there's something for everybody. That's, the, that's the beauty of it. You just can find your niche group that you really connect with and you never would have had a chance to meet them because they weren't in your neighborhood. So yeah. There's, and there's a lot out there. Don't, don't, don't feel alone and don't feel, don't feel isolated because maybe your small group of friends don't agree with you or you've, you've outgrown them. That can happen sometimes, you know, your yeah. interests change. So don't, yeah. don't feel like you're by yourself. There's, there's a lot of people out there who are great to connect with. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm so happy to have connected with you. I've just been following you on Instagram and loving what you're doing. And I thought, man, I just have to get Silverstorm 777. Oh, and I'm thrilled you know? that you did. I'm absolutely thrilled that you did the same. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, you know, we will definitely be supporting each other on Instagram and, and elsewhere. But, but uh, let's just remind our listeners, how can they find you? We're going to have some links in the show notes, but right from you, tell us what, where we can find you, Hillary. Well, I am on Instagram as Silverstorm777. You can see my account, which is mostly my, my work photos and such. Um, I'm also on Facebook as Hillary Bitar. And I welcome anyone to, to friend me. I'd love to connect with people. I'm happy to answer any questions. Um, if you put up an email address for me, um, I'm always open to connecting with, with lovely ladies. My I love it. Here. <laughs> Thank you Thank so you. much. I, you know, I got this feeling of your genuine nature just from IG. And I thought, I just have to connect with you. And I was not disappointed, you know, in our first conversation. And, and you know, you really are the real meal deal in terms of authenticity and genuine, you know, personality. I, I thank you so much for being on the podcast and I will have your, um, you know, your links in our show notes. And I know that, you know, a lot of our listeners are probably going to reach out to you as well. Oh, thank you so much. Really. I'm honored to have been chosen, you know, to, uh, to speak 
speak on this. And I couldn't be more grateful that we connected. Honestly, it's, it's wonderful, wonderful. I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. And I thank you listeners for listening to us today. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Hillary. Thank you. That's it for today. This has been the Shauna Kay Show. Head to podcast.shaunakay.com for show notes and more. See you next time.